This is Spiritual Superhero Podcast. Find your unstoppable contrarian views on spirituality and society. I'm Brandon Kniefel, a licensed spiritual counselor, holistic health practitioner, author, astrologer, and clairvoyant medium. Join me weekly with powerful guests, tools, and information so you can become the hero of your own universe. Welcome back to Spiritual Superhero Podcast. Today we are talking about queer people and their role in society, Mercury retrograde and what it means for you, predictions, especially some really big ones coming July. I know we've had a lot going on, but there's some more coming. And superhero miraculous techniques to bring forth your power. Oh, and I also have a big announcement. Check it out. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is your episode of Spiritual Superhero, The Way Shower Edition. So right now we are getting into some reality reject. And I say reality reject because I'm someone who tends to reject reality as a truth seeker. Now, this week has been interesting. I've been down and out, and I lost some time, so that's why this podcast is coming to you a little bit late. But at the beginning of the week, I got a chance to do that Indigo Bioenergetic Machine once again, and I posted a photo on my Instagram, so check it out if you can. But this time, it was super, super interesting. It dealt with covert thoughts, meaning... Thoughts, I think, and that I hide from others. And again, the machine not only read me, but it read me. So one of the covert thoughts that I believe that other people don't see is that I'm not as aware as other people might think. Sure, we all have our doubts, but I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm not as aware. And I think a lot of this comes from feeling like my whole life I was getting it wrong even despite my best efforts. And so, yeah, I guess I do sometimes think that I'm not getting it right and I must be missing something. But another covert thought that I had come out was the idea that I don't believe I'm as strong as people think I am. Now, I do pride myself on my strength and endurance You know, like many people, I've been through hell and back. You know, they say that hell, um, religion is for people who don't want to go to hell. Spirituality is for people who've been to hell and don't want to go back. And I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm, that is true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it was also interesting because it picked up on past lives. The one interesting one that I really held on to was in the 8th and 9th century, I was a Asian woman of royalty. And immediately when it announced that, I saw a Chinese woman who was like probably the modern example of a princess. And something dramatic happened to her in 809 AD. So that's 809. So 800 years after Christ or 
AD. So I was trying to think of what that might have meant. And the only thing I can think of is that there was a lot of like people going against the royals throughout that whole Tang dynasty that lasted for several hundred years. And all I can think of is that she might have suffered um, some kind of execution for being a part of a royal lineage that they were trying to get rid of, or that she might have had to lose her royal status and go into hiding. Who knows? I've done past life regressions before, and I've had some psychic mediums try to pull out past lives for me, and I don't really trust many psychic mediums to do that past life regression and tell me what ex I experienced. Especially as a psychic medium, I tend to be able to tap into those past lives for myself much easier. And I normally won't tell people what their past lives were unless they really, really want to know. Then I'll try to pull through uh, subconscious memories or into their superconscious. But this was like, okay, this feels true. I was hoping I was Quan Yin, but I wasn't. Quan Yin is amazing. But like all things, I was like, what is the practicality of this? Like, what is the purpose of knowing information? And can I do anything with it? And up until now, I'm just like, I don't know. I will let it simmer and see if anything comes up. But it was interesting to know nonetheless. I've been walking a lot. I don't drive in Los Angeles, so I walk and I sweat and I shower like three times a day, but it's good. It keeps my heart pumping and that's pretty much the gist of my week. And I've been doing readings and healings and those are always fun and enlightening, but I always get like a little anxious right before because I know it's going to usually bring something up in me because healing is not done between me and the client, but healing is done equally onto me and the client through divine. So hopefully I'll have a more exciting week next week to share with you, but I do have one announcement and this is pretty big news because I've been in one phase of my life for several years now and that is I hadn't been dating and I was waiting for Venus to go retrograde and then come direct to finally announce that I am with boyfriend. I'm in a relationship and the person is quite amazing and is very spiritually tuned and speaks my language. And I couldn't be happier with him at this time. And you'll get to hear and meet him through future episodes as he is a wellness consultant and among other things. He's a healer, he has psychic and mediumship abilities, and he's just a strong love bug overall. So I can't wait for you to meet him. Welcome to this episode's public transit section where I go over the astrology of the week and let you know what you need to know and how it applies to you, not just collectively, but in your personal life. So with the sun and cancer, reflection and reunion are in the spotlight. 
This time of year brings forth Independence Day in the U.S. with gatherings, connection, family, and loved ones, and eating burgers or Impossible Burgers or just like sides, like potato salad and green beans like I like to do. I'm a side person. At Thanksgiving, I don't even notice where the turkey is. I just go right to like the stuffing and the mashed potatoes and that's how I live my life. So stand on my body. But this is also a really good time to begin to reimagine what the second half of the year may hold. We are being nudged to hunker down and find our roots and still create visions for ourselves and the world we want to live in because we have an eclipse that is launching us into that new area especially the eclipse that happened last week it was the end but it was also a new moon so the end of a cycle a series of eclipses in cancer capricorn so there's an end and then a beginning with the new moon so that's very like looking back to nowhere to go forward so think about what has provided security, comfort, and familiarity. Who is your family, chosen or biological? We are further aided by the recent solar eclipse, like I mentioned, and Cancer, which came on the heels of another retrograde, this time Mercury. Oh, Lord. All this is asking us to slow down and reconsider our past thoughts and concerns. If we use this time wisely, if we do, by slowing down and reconsidering we will find ourselves in the playful state of mind come the end of July once we step into Leo season because Leos love to play, they love to chill, they love to dance, they love to party. And it, the Mercury will be out of retrograde by then, so things will become clearer. Thankfully, though, Mercury just decided to slide backward. Venus will go direct after a brutal and disharmonious but telling six-week transit. So Venus rules values, so things that are of value to us, our values, worth, actual money, and aesthetic, and harmony, and balance, all is ruled by Venus. So we notice how there were so many conflicting values throughout society with Black Lives Matter, and people wanting their autonomy with their health, versus people wanting to control how people were going out and about in their business. We have a lockdown again um, coming up, and we also are forced to wear masks out in public. And I say forced because we don't have a choice. We will get fined if we don't. But the 25th of June is your time to embrace your new values. So yesterday, this Venus went direct. This Venus meaning the one and only Venus, <laughs> went direct. So it's time to embrace your new values, style, ways of loving. So if you wanted that new hairstyle or that tattoo, now is a good time to proceed with that. But it's also very important for assessing ways of loving and reflecting your own beauty and harmony into the world. You can move forward with this new concept. So go on now, do your thing. This was your public transit report. What up, spiritual superheroes? So now comes our main portion of the show. This is Reading for Pleasure. It's where I bring about some channeled information or talk about predictions or even just talk about some insight that I've gathered over time. I want to say in preface to this segment that some of this might not make sense right away 
your subconscious mind might take it in or your superconscious mind might be able to work with it. However, if you even get and understand a sentence or two or a concept in this message, know that you are way ahead of the general population and this information is for you. So as a gay man, I like to talk about how queer people in general influence society. So I'm gonna start with queer people are perhaps the embodiment of the elimination of the binary on the physical plane. We are the eradication of the duality of good and bad. But can evil exist in the same mind that is God created? So God is either all or nothing. God is either good or not. If one represents creation, then what would God be if God is a creator? And what would destruction be if God is a creator? So destruction would be just another form of creation. Therefore, the existence of God declares the non-existence of evil. Evil is a delusion that anything is not good. Evil doesn't exist except for a dualistic understanding of good. So we make sense of what is good by understanding what is bad, which is dualistic. And the I am consciousness, the original, the initial spark of I am consciousness is not dualistic. It is singular. So in the concept of God as Alpha Omega, the first and last, the beginning and end, there is no duality. Completeness cannot also have unfinished parts. Just like a sphere, either it's a sphere or not. It can't have like missing gaps. Otherwise, it will look like Pac-Man. The only reason that human consciousness manifested as a perceived separation from God was because God could not have a consciousness of the I am without the concept of otherness. So I am implies a relationship between I and other. So I cannot be Brandon without the reference to anything that isn't Brandon, but that's another illusion. The creator cannot own the I am without their creation of something outside of them. But paradoxically, the creation of something outside of them ends up being completely all them, all God. So we are all God. We are not all of God, but we are made of the contents that is God. So the best example is there is a fire and there are sparks that go off from the fire. God, the I am consciousness, is the fire. And we are the little sparks and you know flames that go off in all distances. We are not the whole fire, but we are completely fire. Fire, honey. Therefore, the most powerful force in the universe is not electromagnetism or strong nuclear force, which is the power that binds quarks together. It is consciousness. It is the awakening and extension of the initial I am that gobbles up anything it comes across and any person that activates it, like bringing it from an offline hard drive to online. So consciousness brings us from a detached state of perceiving that we are offline and we are disconnected from the mainframe of the computer to finally seeing our awakened self as an online tributary of the global WWW that is God. 
Physicists define consciousness. Yeah, I'm going there with physics. Physics is defined, defining consciousness as requiring two properties. One, the ability to store and process a large amount of information. And this must be united with the inability to separate the individual parts. So consciousness is stored in the database of the initial spark of I am. Like photons of light from a sunbeam, we are God's sun, but not all of God's sun. Thus, we have access to the ultimate root of, of consciousness. We cannot be conscious without a total source of consciousness. We can't be partially conscious. We cannot only have a partial access to consciousness if consciousness cannot be separated from the unified whole, as physicists believe. This is why energy cannot be created nor destroyed. Consciousness, can, consciousness I, sorry for the saying that word so much, cannot be created nor destroyed, just stored in a state of existence, again, like data in an offline hard drive, which comes in the form of human minds. It's simply an ability to take the offline consciousness and bring it online, creating a more accessible form for others. Since consciousness is infinite, not in the way we understand as forever and ever, but more as a spherical container with no endpoints, and all points therefore connected, so too can the universe expand without ever losing consciousness. Without the farthest reaches, the fringe of the spheres be being inaccessible to the data from the core. So, meaning, two points on a sphere will always connect. And the sphere is just an analogy for an infinite growing consciousness because at the end of the day, infinity cannot have a shape as there is no time or space, but it explains how the expansion exists. So when a sunbeam extends outward, it draws all points outward. A rising tide lifts all ships, never losing the direct line to the initial spark, but magnifying in power due to its absorption of dark matter, which is the anti-substance that is often misinterpreted as evil. As a light of consciousness absorbs the space of anti-substance, that dark matter, it powers up. Shadow work believes that what is brought to the light strengthens us. Jesus, yes, I'm even going to say Jesus and talk Bible. Jesus said, what we keep in the dark will destroy us. Mm-kah? Okay. Secrets keep us sick, y'all. If our motivation is toward higher understanding and our fascination is toward viewing the end of the universe as we try to study how far the universe goes, how big it is, then the purpose of our witness to these tasks is simply to stand in awe at the universe expanding before us, through us, and most importantly, because of us as a collective consciousness. Ooh. Thank you, God consciousness. Now, what was that like for you? Are you tired? Because I am. Welcome back. This segment is the Chakra Can segment where I give you tips, tricks, and methods to find your unstoppable 
Today's activation will be drawing upon your way-shower abilities. Way-showers are those of us who are on Earth to lead by example and demonstrate the highest powers that are available to us in human form. So let's begin. How to become your highest self now. Get quiet and make sure you won't be interrupted for 20 minutes. As you get comfortable, say, Spirit of my body, mind, and soul, direct me to my thoughts, ailments, or wounds that have blocked me from my highest self. Pause and wait. If you receive an image or information, ask, Spirit, give me more. I can handle it. Make note of what you see. It might be real-life obstacles or symbols. If nothing comes, say, Spirit, reveal my blocks in perfect clarity now. I am ready. Sit with whatever comes or doesn't come and make appropriate notes. Now, imagine yourself in front of a door. Any door will do. Knock on the door and watch as the door opens slowly. Before you is you, the version of you that you hope to become as a result of this work. Are you covered in beautiful clothing and glowing from abundance? Are you vibrant because of the body you now have? Are you buoyant because the pain you had is gone? Take this time to imagine the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual aspects of this person. You may see your highest self as glistening with rainbow and glitter, just effervescent and beautiful. Greet this version of yourself it might be a simple bow, a hello, and I miss you, or a warm embrace. If you must cry or express anything, do so. Then imagine your highest self turning their back to you. Watch as they slowly walk backward toward you and slowly step into your current physical body. You feel a warm sensation as they begin to saturate your current form. You notice your current state of mind altering itself. 
and as they step fully into your form, the door closes. This time, where the door was, there is a full-length mirror. As you look into it, you see yourself in this desired form or state of consciousness. Stay there a moment and examine the best version of you emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually. What does it feel like? What do you notice most in the mirror? What emotions do you feel? What sensations are around you and inside of you? Notice where these are found in your body. These sensations in localized places on your body will be your guidance system. As you rapidly transform from this moment forward. You've already seen it with your eyes closed. And if all thoughts are form, then the resonant of the truth of this moment right now must inevitably project the vision in this moment into the world of three-dimensional form. It is inevitable that you should step into this version of yourself. It is inevitable that you are your highest self. You cannot imagine this part of you without it being divinely wired into you. It is inevitable. It is inevitable. It is here and inevitable. Take one last look in the mirror and give yourself permission to return to this mirror, seeing your highest self anytime you may forget who you are. And when you are ready, take your time when you are ready, gently open your eyes, welcome yourself back to the room, and say with me, and so it is, because it is already done. Thank you for joining me. Stay tuned every Wednesday as I discuss deep issues with fascinating guests, answer life's wildest questions, make global predictions, and give you tips on how you can be an unstoppable spiritual superhero in your own universe. Make sure to follow this podcast to get notified of our latest episodes and content. You can reach me at Instagram, at Brandon Kniefel, and at Spiritual Superhero. To work with me or get more tools, visit www.bra.com. 
N-D-O-N-K-N-E-E-F-E-L.com, BrandonKneefel.com. And if you're interested in joining a powerful spiritual superhero network, visit www.houseofmystics.com. That's www.h-a-u-s-o-f-m-y-s-t-i-c-s. Go out there and show the world something they haven't seen yet. Bye.